Behind the Shades. Hi, Terrain. Hi, Alejandra. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm well. It's been a while. I know. It's been a minute. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, two, like two years, I think, right? Five years, 20 years? <laughs> <laughs> it feels like that, right? Yeah, it definitely has. So how have you been? I've been good. I've been doing a lot of inner work. Um, I think when we spoke in February, uh, I had done a ayahuasca ceremony um, in Houston. And then for my birthday, I did a week-long ceremony in Hawaii. Um, and I've been just integrating that in my life. It's honestly super simple, but like we as humans over, like overcomplicate things. And it just took me back pretty much to the basics, which is something that I've been teaching um, in my coaching program now. So yeah, it's been pretty awesome. How about you? Um, it's been good. It's been busy. Um, yeah. I would say busier than I anticipated. But the flip side to that mm -hmm. is um, I'm starting to get more and more attention for what I do, which is good. Ooh, that's awesome. You're getting recognized for the work that you've been doing, huh? Yeah, yeah. So um, I know that we follow each other on Instagram. So I haven't been on Instagram that often just because Facebook has been so much more responsive. Oh, okay. That's good. Thank you. Yes, I, I think so anyways. <laughs> <laughs> and I've taken actually some of that message to TikTok. And then TikTok, okay. because it's... It's easier to navigate, I want to say, and it's easier okay. to put out the videos because it's only one minute videos. At the yeah, moment. yeah, yeah. Um, it's so much easier. Let's say if I have something with you, um, I take a minute of like a, a really good point. I put it up there and people mm -hmm. understand it. Or I may just take your point of view and say it in my own words. So it's consistently me delivering the message and it seems to right. be better. Um, I thought I was spending too much time um, getting the videos out on YouTube, on Instagram, both my Instagram yeah. accounts, on Facebook, so it was time consuming. But now um, I can do more in less time. Mm -hmm. that That's awesome. Yeah. You can save time and enjoy it elsewhere instead in your life. So for sure. Oh, yeah. And summertime. So I can actually go outside. I'm working on my tan. I don't know if I look a little bit darker since I, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I used to do last bet. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. I have not been working on my tan. I actually have been a little bit more indoors, um, but the ocean is definitely calling my name. So thankfully, the holiday next week, we are going to Virginia Beach and enjoy some family time. So I'm super excited about that. Oh, that's going to be amazing. You just came back from Hawaii, which is on my list of places to visit. How was that? Oh, my God. It was um, amazing. It was breathtaking. The people are awesome. The food, like the food is all very plant-based. So I lost like three pounds just in a week of eating healthy. And I was like, okay, maybe I need to go ahead and get like plant-based. But the views are amazing. The beach, just the color of the beach is like, um, I don't know if you've ever seen um, Moana. And I was like, oh, just the land, just it's breathtaking, the the nature of it, um, hearing the birds and the frogs and all of that. It was just, it was beautiful. Yeah, I can't, um, I usually travel once or twice a year and I can't wait to 2022. Um, that is on my list. I may actually do that first. I want to do that and maybe Thailand if I can get away. <gasps> oh my God, if you go to Thailand, um, take me with you. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I, I was there. I was in Indonesia, which isn't too far from there, two years okay. ago. Um, I wish I made it over, but yeah, definitely. Me, you, and half of the half of the 
the world will go there. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. That's been on my bucket list. Um, I'm like, um, elephants are my spirit animals and you can go ahead and have tours and like pet and, um, the elephant, they're out in the wild and everything. And that's like one of my dreams to just like be around them. Um, so that's, that's definitely on my bucket list before I leave this life. <laughs> would you, um, like go on a, the elephant rides or would you just want to be at one with them? At one with them, um, you're not supposed to go on rides with them. That's just something that is um, shamed upon, um, which I completely understand. That's not something that you should be doing with the animals. So mine's more of like playing with them. Um, I've seen some videos where they're like, they're, um, they just play with you. They hold you and everything, cleaning them off, their mud and everything, just being able to just be one with them because that's kind of like we're all connected in this life. So that's just something exciting for me. And they're super playful. So that's that's the thing that I look forward to. Yeah, I did hear about that, that um, it's not appropriate um, mm -hmm. to actually do the elephant rides. But I know mm -hmm. some people who clean them and they fed them. And mm -hmm. as you mentioned, very playful, like they're gentle giants, I guess is the mm -hmm. best description. Yes, they are. So that's that's the thing that I'm looking forward to here. Um, hopefully in the next two to three years, we can make it out there after this whole traveling thing is lifting up, which is slowly doing so. Um, so I've got a lot of plans coming up with traveling. So I'm super excited. But Hawaii was definitely a um, very not last minute thing, but it wasn't on the list at all. Um, but then the the event of the ayahuasca ceremony came through. It was actually happening during during my 30th birthday that week. And I was like, like, I feel like it's like the universe is telling me to go. And I've been wanting to heal not just myself, but my family lineage. So I took that opportunity. The flight was like $400 round trip. And I was like, I have to go. And then of course my mind is always like, do I have to go? Can I go? Will I go? But I have other responsibilities. And then my husband was like, you're turning 30, you have the ceremony, you enjoyed yourself and you healed a lot in January. Take this opportunity, we have the money, go. And um, just all in all, a week, a flight, the food, it was all under 2,500 and I was like, fuck it, I'm going. And I did it and it was the best decision I had ever made. I healed a lot of myself, uh, healed the relationship between me and my mom. And then um, we're like now she's even considering of doing a ceremony herself. My husband's also considering a do a doing a ceremony himself, like for that healing aspect, because like I feel like we're all so wounded. Um, I actually just finished reading The Mastery of Love, and it's just like we as humans do have these scars and they haven't really healed. So if like it gets cut up, it like oozes out kind of like that's what it says on the book. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's so true. Um, one of the biggest things that I did take away during that ceremony was um, healing my childhood of abandonment. Um, that was super huge for me. And I didn't realize like how deep bastard that was inside of myself. And uh, now it's kind of like, you know what? I'm good. Like my father served his purpose. Like I don't need to be angry. I don't need to hold that resentment anymore. And I'm here for a reason. And he served his purpose and he didn't need to be involved. And I think like, if you look at it, it's like, if he was involved, like life would be completely different. Maybe it would have been more chaotic, who knows, but it was meant to be the way it was. Yes. And actually I did a, an interview earlier on with someone who was speaking about the, the childhood trauma. Mm -hmm. and the, the traumatic experiences 
And the majority of children have experienced at least one that will last all the way up until their adulthood. So to hear you say that and for you to be able to identify and say, this is what it was. This is the impact it has on me. The person that was doing it to me, they mm -hmm. served their purpose, whatever that was, good, bad, or indifferent. Mm -hmm. It could have been um, they put you on a path to become the woman you are today. Mm -hmm. As for simple sure. as that, right? Yeah. Um, so take us a little bit, I guess, down that path. How was that ceremony? What kind of healing process did you go through personally that made it so rewarding? Um, I think that the biggest thing, um, I think when it comes to our parents, we want to go ahead. Like, uh, I always thought that like my issues were more of like my dad issues, but we have both mom and father issues. Like we may not see the one more than the other, but what I saw was, um, that I was taking on this weight that wasn't even mine. And what pretty much the medicine told me, I was like, you need to let that go. You need to go ahead and focus on yourself. And yes, go ahead and um, let's like, let's say refresh. Um, it's not refresh that I'm really trying to think of, but like rebuild that relationship again, because the foundation that I had, I just broke it all. Like I tore it down and I'm building it more for myself and to have a better growing relationship with my mother, um, because that is a person that I have in my life and I want to go ahead and enjoy her more than anything. I mean, she's given me everything in my life. She's always been there, no matter even me being as a rebel and everything as a kid. And she's always supported me and all of the things that I do. And um, I kind of came into the realization of like, my mom had her own life. Like she went through so many things. Like she um, came to the States as a 19 year old, 18 year old woman. And she built this life all on her own. She brought her oldest brother here and then her sister to help with a newborn kid where it's like a single mom, like you don't have a manual on how to raise a kid, right? So that has its own growing pains. And then being stressed of bringing an income, bringing food, putting a, like a roof over somebody's head and then doing that on your own and also supporting family back home because she would also send money back here. So she worked three jobs. Like that's so stressful. Like I work one job and I'm stressed and I'm like that, <laughs> like I couldn't have imagined how she did it. And then um, she had her heart broken, not just once, but twice. And then um, three times, like having, having a woman or a man having a heartbreak, like that's devastating. Like you, you're torn down. You're pretty much feeling like you're worthless, which you're not, you're always worthy. You being here in this earth, you're worthy already. But, um, I just, I guess I was so focused on myself. I was like, my mom's just being mean. Like she's so strict. She's this and that. And I'm like, I never realized of like my mom was really trying to protect me at all times like that i'm like her little girl like i'm her heart outside wandering in the world right and um that's kind of like where i came from like so it was taking a shift of perspective and realizing of like she's got her own problems now it's time for me to show her that love that she showed me um, so that was a healing that I had um, and also of like learning how to balance things because we get so overwhelmed with life going on, right? Like I said, you have to put food on your table and have shelter and clothes on your back. 
And sometimes we get so caught up with that, we don't actually enjoy the little things. So it's like going back to like focusing on you and being grateful of what you do have right now, because we're always looking of like, what's the next step? What's the next goal? What's the next thing that I want to go ahead and check off my list instead of like, look at what I have right now. Yes. And I think that's a really good point to highlight because as children, sometimes we take on what our parents are going through. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if our um, if the two parents are going through an argument or they're going through a period of a low point in their partnership, in their marriage, in their common lot of relationship, whatever it's identified as, yep. tend to take that on. It's one thing to have a parent that is consistently mistreating a child. Mm-hmm. And it's another thing to have a somewhat fractured re- relationship. And it seems in your situation, you're able to identify exactly what it was and to begin that healing process. Um, Because I know when we talked the first time, it was all about relationships. It was all about making things work with other (laughs) partner. But we want to, we spend so much time and it's, I think it's important. Like we've always talked about you and I with relationships outside of our home. But at the same time, we can't forget the relationships that we have inside Mm -hmm. of our home. Um, More than ever, Everywhere you turn, what do you see? You see a single mother, you see a single father, you see someone doing it on their own, Mm -hmm. but take it back to our parents who may have come to this country as immigrants. You leave everything you know, all your friends, all your family, and it's you and a child. Mm -hmm. Like the stress on that alone is overwhelming, but that generation, they were tough as nails. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Like I just thinking about it myself, I was like, I mean, that's why that saying goes of like, it takes a village to raise a child. Yeah, you're right. And because that's, that's how it was community. It's Mm -hmm. not like now, um, if let's say you and I were were brother and sister, I see you when I see you, like, you Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's like that, but you take it back to our parents' generation. You couldn't walk by your brother's house without going there and saying hi. Right. Right. Because yeah. the mom, the mom or the dad would be calling you. Hey, um, you didn't say hi to so and so. Like, are you okay? Right. <laughs> it's just, yeah. <laughs> it's just a, it's a different mentality, right? But now, um, I think we have more tools. But though I think the more tools we have, we tend to lose focus on how we can just keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Similar to um, when you want when you wanted to find a, a husband or if I want to find a wife, is just outlining. This is what I want. How can I find the person that's going to come as close as possible to giving me the core items mm-hmm. and meeting me halfway on other things? Is it, was it that kind of journey for you in regards to your household inside when, now that you're looking back on that journey that you went through with the, with the trade in Hawaii? Yeah, actually in regards to the relationship, what I noticed was like, um, that I was constantly having to want to prove myself prove how amazing I was, um, which then attracted um, men that just, I wanted to go ahead and be like, see, I'm amazing. Like, keep me around. Like, my love is wonderful. Like, why would I, why would you ever give it up? And instead, what I ended up doing and realizing without even knowing I was doing it, it was like, you know what? I am amazing. Like, I deserve this love because I am this love already. So let me go ahead and have someone that can reciprocate that love back. And I was like, there's no way that 
I mean, my experiences prior to that was like, oh, every single person leaves at like three month period. Um, my my mom's marriage didn't work out. My aunt's marriage didn't work out. So how can I have that? So I had this mentality at one point of like, oh, men are crap. Like they're not they're not important or they are lazy or they're deadbeat or whatever. And then I was like, no, like, like that can't be it. If I exist in this way, like there has to be someone out there that also exists in this way. Like, I can't just put myself like, of like, I'm the only one that exists and loves this way. Like there has to be somebody else. And then once I did, and I scripted that, um, it came like four months of like, this person was right under my eyes. I was, I was pretty much disregarding this person. I'm like, oh, this person's too good or they do this and that. And I was chasing something that wasn't even giving me the time of day. And I was like, I'm an idiot. Like I have this person that actually takes care of me or like, hey, are you doing okay? Do you need anything? I was like, hey, how are you doing today? How was your week? Like someone that actually took the time and effort to see how my well-being was. And we would, we would be doing the same thing to each other and vice versa. Like, how's it going? Like, um, so that's kind of like where it came and it was like, okay, so this comes from an abandonment and also something that I did with him too, that I realized from my childhood that was playing as my adult, but I was like, I was abandoned. I was ready for him to abandon me, but he was proving me to time. And again, I was like, I am staying, I am not leaving. And that was something very foreign to me. So then I would kind of sabotage it. I was like, you know what? Like we're over, it's done. I'm not dealing with this. And he's like, what are you talking about? And that, that was me pretty much playing that part of like hurting myself before I got hurt. And that was something that I needed to go ahead and change. Um, and I have been doing, that's the inner work that I've been doing of like, let me take a step back and it's like, why am I doing this? It's like, okay, it's coming from angry. It's coming from frustration. And it's like, all right, let's address this in a different manner. And things have been so much better. And how courageous do you feel now that you're looking back and saying, I'm able to say these things about me because they're not easy to say. I am really proud of myself, honestly. I mean, I'm going to toot my own horn, my own horn here, uh, because not many people actually take that that chance to be vulnerable and actually confront of like you are being the person that is causing these things to yourself. Instead, everyone is going to be playing the victim game of like, no, like they hurt me. That like they mean to do this. Like they mean me react this way. It's like no. You are the one that's choosing to react this way. So to me, that takes a lot of power, a lot of guts, because not many people go ahead and do that. Everybody is always self-reflecting in regards of like, oh, this is what caused me this way. It's like, no, like you need to take a time and look at yourself in the mirror. I'm like, no, I messed that up. Like I, I was being a little bit over dramatic. And I agree. And it goes back to that old saying, right? Um, when a man breaks up with a woman, she's crazy. When a woman mm-hmm. breaks up with a man, he doesn't know what he wants. And mm-hmm. I had a similar um, conversation with someone. And I just asked them this. You're married friends and you're friends that are single. Right? This is mo- mostly women at this point, right? Okay. Um, not to pick on one, but this happens with men as well. Yeah. Um, because we're different, but in a lot of ways, we're the same. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Right? So ask them, so your married friends, do they hang out with your single friends? She said no. And I asked her, why do you think that is? And she didn't have an answer. And then I proposed to her, um, could it be that 
your married friends, although everyone is similar in age, all within about 10 years of each other, right? Mm -hmm. Could it be that they're on a different wavelength, whereas their relationships, when it ended, no matter how serious, they were able to identify what was wrong with themselves as well as what was wrong in the type of relationships they were getting into and they made it work. Where people on this side now who have been divorced or out of a long-term relationship years in some cases almost a decade right mm -hmm. they're not able to even come to the realization of maybe i wasn't the appropriate person to find another long-term relationship because i asked her if it doesn't work out what are they going to do and she said well we're okay being alone and i told her being alone should never be an option it's mm -hmm. either you work on what you you work on you work for what you want, meaning that you have to earn a relationship. You can't just say, Here I am, come get me. Because the type of men and women you're gonna attract, they're gonna be there for the night, but they're not gonna be there for the long haul, right? Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, I completely agree with that um, in the sense of like, there is work to be done. Um, majority of the time, just people want to go ahead and throw in the towel or they're like, oh, it's never going to work out for me. I actually know someone that um, it's been about almost a decade for them where they haven't found a long term relationship. And it's come to the point of like, they don't realize it's them. And I don't want to say that they're the problem but it's more of like they don't want to take the time to see of like okay maybe i need to work on something myself because it is work everything is work um working on yourself working on your relationship whether that's your parents your actual romantic relationship your friendships um it's all about seeing of like okay what is it that's going on inside of myself that I need to go ahead and do. Or if you're single, like you mentioned of like, it takes like, if you want someone that is active and that they love to travel, it's like, do that for yourself first. And this is something that I tell like my clients too. It's like, if you want a specific person, you need to be that for yourself first, for that person to come to you because you're gonna be in that same area. It's like, okay, you want something that, that was it? Like go to the gym, work out and show yourself and love yourself and, be that and you're going to be in that right place right moment and you're going to be like wow like if i wasn't doing this for myself i wouldn't have met this person so and it does take a lot of inner work you're right and i think that's the part that's tough because as we and you may have experienced with some of the things that uh, maybe you've gone through or some of the people around you there's some people as they get older not going to change, right? It just becomes more difficult. I don't want to nest. I know we're, we're being light of it. Not that they don't want to change. It's, it seems that what they're able to do, let's say earlier on in their life, mm -hmm. as you get older, you, you can't do that, right? The hot guy and the hot girl can only, can only stand on the corner so long and get attention. Mm -hmm. Eventually they're going to need a personality <laughs> eventually, right? Yeah. They're going to need a, they're going to need a brain. So what do you tell someone that, is on the verge of going back on the dating market in their mid 40s, in their late 40s, in their early 50s. What advice would you give them? Honestly, it's just still, it still goes, it, it, this is what I said in regards to like, we overcomplicate things. It doesn't matter what age you are. I, honestly, this is something that I've kind of come to learn of like our souls don't age, they just get wiser. Um, and the thing that really holds us back is fear. And that is the opposite of love, right? So what it comes down to, it's like, 
open yourself up to different possibilities. You can't stay in one certain lane and think, oh, things are going to change. You have to change yourself in order for new opportunities and new things to come in. Because if you're going to be like, oh, like this is the only way, this is the um, only area that I'll be, or this is the only way I'll date like online uh, through neighbors, going to a bar, what have you. It's like, okay, that hasn't been working. What can you do in order for things to change within yourself? because it all always bases off of you. So it's like, what would you like to do different? Because that the same thing is kind of like repeating the same thing as insanity. And it's like, you have to make a shift in your life of like, okay, let me say, for example, of someone that wants to lose weight, right? That's in a way taking care of your vessel. You have to eat healthier. You have to drink your water. You have to exercise, whether that's walking or lifting weights or doing yoga, you have to do that in order for you to get the results that you want. So if you're going to be like, oh, that's not some, that's for the birds. I mean, then nothing's going to happen. You're not going to get the results that you've been craving. If you're just sitting on the couch watching Netflix every single day after work, like nothing's going to change. So whether you're in your late thirties, in your forties or fifties, and you're brand, like you're single again, and you want to go ahead and date, it's like, what can I go ahead and do? So if you've been staying at home, just like in this state of like, I'm never going to date anyone. And you're going to not date anyone. You have to change your mind of like, you know what? I am going to find someone or, you know what? I'm going to go have fun and anything can happen. Anything is possible. And that's pretty much what it is. It's changing your mindset and changing the things that you do on a day-to-day basis. And that's where it starts. You have to change the state of mind because if you're just going to be in a rut, let's be honest, there's a lot of um, a lot of moment times in single life, you're just in a rut. Yep. You're just, I don't want to go on another date. It's not working. He doesn't call me back. She doesn't call me back. Mm-hmm. But you need to do it first and foremost for you. If you're not going to change what has not been working, mm-hmm. then you should always expect the same results, meaning mm-hmm. you're not going to get what you want. And it seems when you want to give them that push and just say, hey, try this. Because what you've been doing for the last, in both of our situations with our friends, what you've been doing for the last almost 10 years mm-hmm. hasn't been giving you the results you want. And I'm, over the last couple of months, um, I'm a big, big proponent of getting the outcomes you want, mm-hmm. right? Such as, as an example, I network with you, you come back on my show, that's the outcomes I want. We're here mm-hmm. to uplift each other. Same yes. thing with someone else. And then you do with your clients, right? Mm-hmm. If I was doing, if I had another approach that wasn't getting me the results that I am getting now, I would have to change. But it seems that many of us rather say, I'm not going to change. Mm-hmm. The world has to change and accept me. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, it doesn't work that way because my soul is going to match up with yours and someone else. But even though we are all connected spiritually, there mm-hmm. may be someone down the street that their energy is like, whoa, we got to keep away from that person because yeah. we can sense it, right? So when you're dealing with your clients, how do you continue to keep them motivated day to day, week to week, maybe even month to month? Um, the biggest thing to do that with my clients is really just, the, it's just they... We get so distracted with everything in our outer world. But when you set something for yourself of like grounding yourself, that's really what it is. Grounding of like being in the present moment 
um, and creating those small little action plans is what makes that big impact. So for me, what I would say to them is, okay, let like your morning routine is so important because it gets your mind in the right space. And yeah, sometimes you may veer veer off during the day or during the month, but it's like, let's go back to the basics. So being grateful every single day for what you have, for what's going on in your life. And then setting the intention of like, what do you want to create in your day? Like, what do you want? Like, what do you want your day to look like? Do you want to have fun? Do you want to be stressed out? Do you want to go ahead and step out of your comfort zone? However, that may look like. And then at the end of the day, just reflect like, what was something super amazing? And this is something that I do for myself because it's it's been a game changer in regards to that of like, you know what? This has been the best thing that's happened to me. And then from there, it's like you just build off of that. And then you create those small little habits. Like I said, of like, you're eating, you're eating right because it all really starts with you. And, um, what are you having fun with your friends? Are you getting to spend time with your loved ones? Because that's also you appreciating being grateful of what you do have right now. And, um, once that, like, once you do that, like all the things that you've been wanting kind of start coming out of like your own work. Um, so, is just taking care of you, being grateful of what you do have and enjoying your loved ones. Like that's pretty much what it, it's my, my basic stuff that I do with my clients. Did you find that there was a piece that maybe that you were missing that's easy for um, you to identify with your clients now? It's more of just, it's really just taking that, that breath because we're always in a rush constantly all the time. And we're like, oh, that's not working out. Like, let me get angry. It's like, okay, why am I getting angry? Why am I getting frustrated? Oh, because I'm trying to meet someone at this time. I don't want to be late. I don't want to be judged. I don't want to be criticized. I don't want people to think certain things about me. It's like, take that out of your mind. Take that out of the equation. It's like, what is it right now that you need to do? Um, and then make that choice because we always have choices like, okay, I can go ahead and be mad or I can go ahead and relax and everything like where you are right now is where you need to be. That's kind of like how I've kind of faced things of like, okay, I need to just chill out. (laughs) So let me just go ahead and do that. Take three breaths. It's like, okay, am I happy of where I am or am I okay of where I am? I am. Okay. And am I not? All right, let's let's change that. Let's make a different choice. Um, one thing that I have been doing of like that, I mean, it might sound insane, is like talking to myself a little bit more. Um, that self-reflection, that like sound of like, okay, how do I get out of my own head? So that's pretty much what I've been doing, trying to be more present and then determining of like, is that the right choice for me? I talk to myself all the time. Aren't those the best <laughs> conversations? Yes. I mean, I'm talking to an expert here right now. Like I am the expert, right? Of myself, of my life. So yeah. Yeah. And people don't look at themselves that way. Like you're the expert, you're the doctor, you're the therapist, you're the psychiatrist of your life. Who knows you better than you? You've lived through all of your experiences. So instead of you telling someone I had this, 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 you know it firsthand. And I think Mm -hmm. you're right. When it comes to time, we perceive time in so many different ways based on the situation when it comes to um self-improvement it's mm-hmm. so long oh i gotta do this for three months mm-hmm. it seems like three years mm-hmm. when it comes to um relationships um i've been in this for for three years oh, it's just forever right like mm-hmm. it's, it's just forever but 
when it's something that we love to do, then it just flies by. Mm-hmm. I've been married with the, I've been married with this beautiful woman for three years. I can remember just yesterday proposing to her. I can remember just two weeks ago went to the the restaurant where we had our first date. It yeah. just seems when you put the feelings behind something, mm-hmm. then your perception of it and the time you're spending changes, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. I can so agree. I mean, my husband and I, um, November, we've been together for four years. I feel like it's been forever already. I'm like, and I'm still 30. And I mean, it's been 10, almost 10 years since we met each other. And I feel like it was just yesterday that I sat on at his desk training of the job that I was at. And I was like, it's been that long. And we used to go out to the bars and all of that. And I was like, I feel like that was just like, maybe a year ago that that was our our life now it's like no we have our own home we work from home i'm building my own business like me even personally like i've changed i'm dreaming of other things that i want to go ahead and accomplish and it's just like time is like that and it's like time in a sense is irrelevant and sometimes the weirdest thing is you can make time bend in your favor but if you are focusing on the right things, and like you said, you have those feelings behind it, kind of like when I manifested Sam, I, I was like, I thought that was going to happen in a year or two years. And I was going to do that. No, four months later, we were already in a relationship. And it was the best relationship that I had ever had. And I was like, this man cooks, this man is texting me in the mornings, like I always wanted this man actually brings me food when I'm sick. And I've never had that experience before. Like, it is so amazing in regards to how time works, but it depends on the perspective of time and how you're thinking of it and the feelings that you're having when you're having fun. Like you said, this time flies by. That's right. What would you, um, on that note, right? Because you're having so much fun and you're joining, as you mentioned, you're getting the, the good morning texts for the ladies out there, for them to even find a man that cooks, they're like, oh my God, does he have a brother? <laughs> You know, <laughs> so like, what do you want to share now that you're identifying these amazing qualities in your relationship? What do you want to share with the next generation to help them um, along that path as well? In regards to finding love, honestly, it's having fun with you. Like, again, we're going to go back to focusing on you. Um, whatever it is that you're going through, if you're having expectations, if you're rushing and wanting this relationship now, then of course it's going to be like, it's not here now. I'm frustrated. It's not going to work right now. It's like, no, it's not going to work right now. What you need to go ahead and do is focus on you. Go work out, go ahead and dance with your girlfriends. Go ahead and maybe have a dance in your room. Like you don't need to go out with your girlfriends either to have fun. You can go ahead and paint. Go ahead and express yourself in some way that you haven't done before. Maybe start the hobby that you've been putting off for so long. This is why I mean, if I had the opportunity to be single again, I mean, then this is what I would do. It's just like, have the fun that you would want to go ahead and do with or without someone. And that's where time is like, oh, whoa, I was doing my own thing. This person came out of nowhere. I didn't know this was going to happen. So it's like when you are having fun, I mean, this is how everything manifests when it comes to money, when it comes to relationship, when it comes to having your house, when you want to go ahead and travel, like things happen out of nowhere and you give that opportunity. Also, that's one thing too. It was like, you better be paying attention when those opportunities show up, follow your intuition and be like, you know what? 
let me jump on it. Because if you go ahead and question, I mean, you do have to question, obviously, like, is this the right move for me? Can I do this? If the answer is yes, then go for it. Don't hold yourself back. Go ahead and be like, you know what? That's what I've been wanting to do. I'm going to go ahead and go ahead and enjoy this. Um, so that's kind of one thing too, because I think when it comes to our intuition, we don't listen to it. We have everybody else's perspective that we come into play, but we don't even ask ourselves, like, is this for me? Can I do this? Can I go ahead and do this? And like your gut will tell you like, yeah, like jump for it. Like take this chance, take that opportunity. And then if you go ahead and tell everybody, it's like so-and-so, your friend, your mom, your aunt, and they're like, no, that may not work out for you. And it's like, then you start questioning, like, maybe I'm not ready for this. Maybe this is meant, maybe this isn't meant for you, even though that's something that you wanted for so long.